Jay-Z once said, Don't ever go with the flow, be the flow. It's the state in which you are so immersed in one activity that nothing else seems to matter. And today, you will learn how to get more of that flow into your life. Welcome back to Muse. My name is Kevin Fernandez and let's get straight into it. Last week we talked about purpose and how you can live a life working on your passions. And those activities that you are passionate about are usually activities that put you in a state of flow. A state that can be characterized by you being so deeply immersed in that one activity that you lose track of yourself, you lose track of your everyday worries, you are concentrated, you are enjoying the task, you are doing something that you have a chance of completing, and you are, as I just said, completely immersed in that one activity, you are in a state of flow. Who wouldn't want to be more in that state of flow? And today I will share a two-step approach on how you can get into that state of flow by simply tweaking and structuring your task before you even get started, before you even do that assignment, before you even do that one thing that you need to do for work or your own business, before you even get to do the dishes or pick up the poop, we will structure the task, the activity that you want to get done in a certain way that allows you to get into a state of flow. And here is how we do it. Two of the characteristics of being in a state of flow are one, you are confronted with a task that you have a chance of completing. And two, you have a clear goal in mind as you approach that task. Now, let me know if this is true for you. How often did that happen that you were either frustrated because you were not able to do the task that you set out to achieve or you had no idea how to get started. You have never had to do that before. You've never practiced doing the task. And because you have never done it before and you don't know how to get it done, well, you feel frustrated. You feel worried. You feel stressed. You feel anxiety all over you or you feel frustration all over you because you were not able to do it. Your skill was not at the level of the challenge. On the other side, you can also have tasks that are simply too boring. I know that there are people that love ironing, they love doing the dishes, they love replying to emails. Those are all tasks that I don't necessarily like. Yes, they are boring for me, but there is a way on how we can tweak either frustration and also boredom so that we can get over this hurdle of removing frustration and removing boredom. Because you feel frustrated when the task is too difficult, you feel bored when the task is not difficult enough, not challenging enough. Flow happens in between challenge and skill. When your challenge meets that skill level and you are able to accomplish that task. And in order to create this clear goal that you have opportunity, you are able to achieve, You need to either zoom in or zoom out of this initial feeling that you have. Say you believe you will feel frustrated because you don't have the necessary knowledge, you don't have enough practice, you haven't done this task before. Um, 
you have no idea how to get it done. In order to get rid of frustration, we need to zoom in on the task. And zooming in means splitting this bigger picture that you have into smaller pictures. Every picture can be split into pixels. And you want to figure out the pixels that you need to solve first. And as you solve every single pixel, you are solving the overall picture. So so sometimes it's about learning something new, something very specific. Sometimes it's about practicing something that you've never practiced before. And splitting this overall big goal into smaller goals that you have a chance of completing is the solution to get rid of frustration because you are creating an environment where every single task is able to be solved. On the other side, if you believe that the task is too boring, the solution to setting the right goal is by zooming out. Instead of focusing on this small little task, we focus on the bigger picture, the reason why we have that task in the first place. And I have a really good example for this, even though I still don't follow my advice sometimes, which is um, replying to emails. Sometimes I don't really want to reply to emails or sending emails because it's just a task that don't, doesn't necessarily fit into like building up a skill, even though you can still build up a skill on that end. Um, I don't necessarily want to do it, but what is the overall picture of sending emails and replying to emails? Well, for this podcast specifically, if I don't send emails, I will not have enough guests on the podcast. If I don't have enough guests on the podcast, I don't create this vision that I have for this podcast. Hence, well, you can't get one without the other. And that is the one reason why, well, I then convince myself to do the task that I need to do. So the first step to get into the state of flow is by creating a clear goal that you are able to achieve, that you are able to create, that you are able to build. And you do that by looking at how you feel. Are you frustrated? Are you bored? And based on that emotion, you are either zooming in on the task and splitting it into smaller tasks that you are able to achieve or zooming out and focusing on the bigger vision, the reason why you want to get that task done. The second part to get into the state of flow is by one, removing all your distractions and two, build your own feedback loop. You remove all your distractions so that you have an environment where you can concentrate, but you create your own feedback loop so that you have an environment where you can stay concentrated. And if you don't know what a feedback loop is, you have definitely experienced one if you've ever done a puzzle. And I believe you have. So every single time you try to put fit one piece of the puzzle into another piece of the puzzle, you get instant feedback. Yes, it fits. No, it doesn't. On the other hand, you have another kind of feedback because you have seen the picture, like the, the overall picture of how the puzzle should look like on the box that it came in, on the cardboard that it came in. And as you've seen the picture you can evaluate, well, what kind of pieces go together, what kind of pieces, in which corner do go what other kind of pieces. And you have another kind of feedback because you have the feedback of how far off that goal of solving the big picture, the big puzzle, 
you are every single time you fit one piece of the puzzle into another. And this is the most important part of getting into a state of flow because you are constantly evaluating yourself versus the thing that you want to achieve. If you're doing a puzzle, you are constantly evaluating yourself versus fulfilling that puzzle, being able to complete the puzzle, which is your clear goal that you created in step number one. So the question lurks, how do you build your own feedback loop? There are certain activities, there are certain tasks that already have a feedback loop in place. The more creative, artistic work as you're painting, you, you see as you're painting if you like it or if you don't. If you're writing, you know the storyline and you can constantly reevaluate if that fulfills this storyline that you have in your head. If you're editing, you know how the video should look like, what kind of like overall vision you have for that video. And that is how you build your own feedback loop. You first and foremost need that vision, the reason why you do it. In step one, we discussed how to zoom out of the, the goal, zoom out of the task so that you think about the bigger picture, the, the reason why you're doing the task. In this case, we use a similar method, which is again, zooming out, but focusing on the vision, how it should look like, what kind of specific peculiar things does this goal have in mind? What is the reason why you have it? But more importantly, how should it look? And as you have this bigger vision, which most likely you already set in the first step by, clear, by creating this clear goal that you want to achieve and you are able to achieve, you, the only thing necessary to create a feedback loop is checking yourself versus that vision as you are doing that task. And that is essentially it. A feedback loop is reminding ourselves of the end result and constantly checking if we are getting closer or further away of that result. In regards to writing, you constantly think about the storyline that you have in your head and if it fits to that storyline. In editing, you have the vision of what is it that you want other people to feel? What is it that you want to show? In programming, you have all the functionalities that that program should give that should be able to do and I believe that the number one reason why people are not happy in their jobs in the things that they do in their life is because they don't get to see the outcome there are so many people there's so many things involved in creating a bigger product a, big, a bigger company that you can't see the end result and you can't feel proud or you can't you can't feel like you were part of that thing, unless you remind yourself that you were, unless you remind yourself of what is it that you want to achieve. In companies, you have a mission statement. Well, this is your mission statement for your own task. And so the second part of getting into the state of flow is by thinking about the bigger vision of that one task that you have for yourself that is achievable, that you are able to do, and how it should look like before you even start the task. Before we end this podcast, the reason why I love this and I apply it to all of my tasks is that not only it allows me to, to get into the state of flow, but it also allows me to improve over time as every single time I raise the challenge because I have something to check against. As I have this vision in my head, 
sometimes this vision is just a little bit more challenging than what I am capable of doing. And as I have this vision in my head, I am also trying to build up the skill to get there. And on the other hand, before I even start anything, any activity, any assignment, anything that I need to do, I, I have clarity. I have clarity of what is it that I want to do. And having this clarity gives me so much reassurance on what I need to learn, what I need to build, what is it that I want to do, not just in that specific task, but I can also apply that into my life. And I think that will be the episode for next week. How to have more clarity in, in your life. Let me know, let me know if that, that is something that you would love, love to have as an episode. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening and watching if you're seeing this on, on YouTube. And I'll talk to you next week. 